Hey everyone, it's Jocelyn here with another episode of Faith on the Journey. And we're so glad you're here with us today for our season finale. I know season finale already, right? But we've been journeying together for the last couple months. And today I am so excited to have our special guest on the show, Ms. Sophie Packleday, who is a single mother, coach, inspirational speaker, and the author of a book entitled, Who Will Hold Me? A Single Mother's Memoir of Self-Love, Empowerment, and Freedom. That is such a title, Sophie. (laughs) We are so excited to have you here with us on the show. But before we talk about your incredible book, let us know a little bit of information about yourself and your story. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Thank you for having me. Um, Yes, so I think mostly I just wanted to really share my journey um, as I became a single parent. Um, You know, when I decided to leave my very toxic marriage, I was by myself. I had no family here. Um, It was really, uh, you know, a journey for me to get my life put back together. Um, And really it wouldn't have happened without my faith and without my spiritual journey. Um, So, you know, one of the biggest questions I had when I, when I left my marriage was who will hold me? Um, You know, I felt like I had to hold my daughter. I had to, you know, hold myself too. Um, I didn't have a partner anymore. um, And, and really that became kind of the question that drove me day after day to find answers and truth. Um, and really I found that for me, it's God, you know, uh, without, without God, a lot of the, the amazing things that have happened in my life in the last five years and how my life has completely turned around would have not happened. Mm, yeah. You know, that's all of our stories as Christians. We realize when we were doing it without God, it was not working. And Sophie, you had a rough seven years of marriage, right? What yes, was happening in that relationship? Yes, I was married to an alcoholic um, and he was a seeker, a very serious seeker in the beginning of you know, his own journey too. Um, I think at some point uh, he really lost his connection with God and, and he um, became very depressed. Um, you know, he had a hard time kind of facing life without that connection. Um, and as the years went by, it became harder and harder for him to really show up in our family, with our family, in our relationship and for himself really. Uh, he kind of went deeper and deeper into his addiction and uh you know as we had a daughter i i started really questioning myself whether that was the right place for me to be and for my daughter to be uh given the example i wanted to give for her you know and how i wanted to raise her um so i I think for me you know it was it came to a point of really the deeper i went into my connection with with the lord and and the deeper i went into what did i really want for my life and how did i I want, um, you know, to give in this world as well. Um, was that aligning really to, to how I wanted to move forward? Um, so I, I did um, go to a spiritual retreat in which I spent, you know, four days praying deeply, um, just really looking at my life. And I came out very clear that it wasn't, um, it had been my path to that point, but it really wasn't uh, going to be part of my path to be in this marriage moving forward. Yeah. And you know what? I know that wasn't an easy decision, especially because in our Christian faith, many people have their thoughts about divorce and they can be judgmental when it comes to those things. Did you struggle with that? Did you struggle with those thoughts when it came to leaving the marriage? 
Yes, absolutely. Um, I did. And especially because, you know, I had um, a lot of concerns from my parents as well. You know, they're uh, my parents um, are very um, loyal to their faith and, and their values. And, um, you know, they, of course, had many questions and concerns about this. Um, you know, I, I even remember going through my own preparation for my marriage. I remember failing the test of, uh, you know, and, and it was mostly because I I did say, you know, if it got to that point where the marriage was no longer supporting me, I would have to leave. Um, and I remember having, you know, some serious conversations in my church about this. Um, but I also realized at some point that I had to stay also true, true to, um, to myself, um, you know, that I didn't really, in, in my heart of hearts, I didn't believe God wanted me to have all this suffering in my life, you know, nor, nor did he want me to have my daughter in that situation. Um, you know, we went through a lot of neglect and, I mean, um, my ex-husband had very, and I, and I talk about it in the book, my, my, husband, my ex-husband had a very hard time taking care of her. You know, she was very young. She was only three years old. And, you know, I would leave the house and he would literally not be able to take care of her. Um, you know, he, he would talk to me in ways that were not um, very, um, a good example really for my daughter. You know, and I think it was that moment when I came back from meditation retreat. It was one night I was standing um, kind of in the hallway of my home, I was, you know, facing my husband and, and he asked me, um, uh, he, he was talking to me and he was very frustrated with me and he was obviously um, intoxicated and like every night. And my daughter looked at me and she said, mom, it's not okay for him to talk to you this way. And she was only three years old. And it was in that moment that I said, you know, uh, yes, um, I, you know, I never wanted to leave this marriage. That's not, you know, how I came into it. But at the same time, how do I want my daughter to hold herself in the world? You know, and, and in that moment, I had a choice, right, of saying, look, I'm going to show her that self-love is sometimes stepping away from something you don't want to, you know, or doing something that you didn't think you were going to do. But it's really how do you take care of yourself? Um, and it was that moment that I chose to to get really give her the example that sometimes you have to, like I say in my book, you know, hold fear in one hand and courage in the other and just pray your way out of that situation that is just really not supporting you. Wow, that's good. Mm-hmm. So you talked about in your book how you realize overnight you were a single mom just like that. Mm-hmm. So that day that you made the decision to walk away, talk to us about what was going on in your mind. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, I felt very lonely, right? Um, I felt very afraid. Um, I didn't know how I was going to to really move forward in my life. I mean, I had to take care of my daughter. Um, you know, my ex-husband was not going to leave our home so I had to I had to be the one packing the bags with my daughter and just leaving um and I really didn't know I really didn't know what was going to happen um you know and I think in my mind I I went immediately to okay what are the actions I have to take materially right to to take care of my daughter take care of myself um you know and and I think that was that was fine and okay and something that was necessary but I think really where my journey really started was when I finally realized it wasn't just about what my mind was saying, okay, check the checklist. You know, there was so much happening inside of me in my heart at the same time that I had to attend to. And that's really what kind of propelled me into the next steps that I took really to, uh, to put my life together because it wasn't again, just about, okay, did I have the bank account in place? Did I have a place to live? You know, of course those things need to be taken care of, but, um, but I felt like there was something else that I needed to connect to that 
that was really going to help me build a beautiful life full of love and choice, you know, moving forward. Mm. So once you made that decision, you, you stepped out on faith and you were like, okay, I got to do this. Everything else God will provide. So you, you're in this space. When did it, you finally get to a place where you're like, okay, I'm settled. I'm confident in this. God, I feel your, your strength in me. Like, what was that process like? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it took a while, right? Um, I mean, I think that, you know, for the longest time, even growing up, I had really been afraid of God. Um, you know, I had so many times felt like, oh, God is going to punish me. I, I felt like the bad things that had happened in my life, you know, were obviously his punishment because I wasn't doing things the right way. Um, you know, so I think that that did uh, haunt me, you know, in the beginning too. Um, and I was kind of hiding. Uh, but then I think eventually I just, I really let my heart break. You know, I really did. Um, I, my, my practice is, I call it meditation, but really when you look at it, it's just, you just go into this very, very, very deep prayer, right? Where like, I'm just really begging for his help. And in that place, um, I, I really felt like a little child again, you know, just incredibly vulnerable, just finally at his feet saying, look, I don't know how to do this on my own, you know? And, um, and I think I just let my heart break. And I, and I think what happened in that is I, once I, I really released everything that was in that, you know, all the fear, all the pain, all the, you know, making myself wrong, thinking I was being punished, all of these things, as I felt so, felt all of that so, so deeply, you know, I, I feel like it was on the other side, it was a lot of compassion, it was a lot of compassion for myself, a lot of compassion for my ex-husband, you know, a lot of compassion for my daughter and what she was going through in that moment, because um, my, my ex-husband went into complete path of self-destruction at that point you know he ended up uh in rehab and then he ended up in jail and you know we've kind of been in this for the last five years and um and and i had to find compassion and forgiveness for all of us you know and, and i think honestly one of the things that i found was in this compassion like that is god's love compassion is God's love for us. You know, it's him saying, look, it's okay. You're human. You're going to make mistakes. You're not alone. Um, and, and I think the more I connected to that, I started making decisions in a different way, you know, um, and part of that for me was every time my ex-husband would do something that, um, you know, like going to jail or, or things like that where it impacted my daughter and I, I started really looking at, okay, how does God want me to, yes, be in forgiveness and compassion for him, but at the same time, take care of my daughter and I. Uh, because, you know, sometimes we get into this family situations or dynamics in which we're kind of in this roller coaster, right, that we don't have any control over. And yes, of course, we want to love our family and we want to be there for them and all these things. But at the same time, um, you know, I, I think it's important. And I, and I realized that in that compassion that God has for me is that I also need to find some self-love and some care for myself and my daughter. And sometimes that means saying, not now. Um, so I think that that was really when things turned around. It was really when, you know, I, I talk about it in terms of I took responsibility for my part in it. You know, um, I, I didn't, you know, sometimes it, these dynamics can spin out of control and we all have a part in how we participate. 
you know, and and uh, from this new place of forgiveness and compassion, I, I could say, no, we're not going to go down this route with you. This is your path for you to walk. We will be here supporting you, you know, when you come back from, you know, rehab or if you really want to connect with our daughter, you know, things like that. But but I really had to set those boundaries and really look at what was going to help us all move forward in a way that was the right path for each of us individually as well. That's huge. Sometimes people miss that, Sophie, that they, they think that loving someone is allowing them to just, you know, still be in their space or still, you know, do these things. But you hit the nail on the head when you said boundaries. You were loving him with those boundaries in place to make sure that you protected yourself, your daughter, and your heart. And the compassion piece is, is something I also want to bring out because that's something that through your compassion and forgiveness I'm sure that was a freeing experience for you when you were at a place where you finally forgave him from all the hurt that he caused you and your daughter. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So in this journey, what prompted you to write this book? Mm -hmm. Right. What, what made you go there? Uh, so really my hope is that people would look to God as these things, very, very hard things happen in their life. Um, you know, I think, again, in that overwhelm of the chaos, the drama, the trauma, you know, everything that we go through in our life, especially when very hard things happen in our life, um, you know, our human minds kind of launch into this solving action. Let's, you know, figure this out. And, and even sometimes, Sometimes a lot of what the material world kind of encourages us to do is to push through and to be strong and, and all these things. And I, and I understand why we want to do that as a coping mechanism, right, for us to, to survive. It's a survival mode. And, um, and I think it works to a certain extent. But I think what, what can happen is we burn ourselves out in the process. We make ourselves wrong in the process. We, do we find true forgiveness in our heart? We can be face-to-face with the other person and just have love for them, you know, no matter what has happened, right? And um, and the reason I wanted to write this book is really like if people find a crack, if anyone finds a crack of light in which they can really trust that God is there for them, that there's a new way for them to go through these hardships through the pain and through the love, you know, and, and just find a new place in which it's okay that we're going to make mistakes. It's okay that along the path, as we're trying to figure out our way through this very hard situation, um, we're not going to know every step along the way, but we can pray, we can ask, we can make uh, choices that come from it from a true place in our heart. Again, where we have compassion and forgiveness and love for each other, for ourselves. Um, I, I think you know that creates a different type of life. Um, you know, and I and I think we heal. We heal along the way. Uh, we don't have to wait for this future time, uh, you know, to heal. We can actually heal as we're going through these hard things. Um, so, so I really, you know, um, I really hope that that others will find encouragement, that they will find that, you know, that God is with them, even if they haven't been feeling Him for years, like I, like I did. You know, I, I knew He was there. I didn't know how to connect with Him. You know, but I think sometimes I look back. And I'm so grateful for what happened in my life, even the hardest things, because they brought me back to the Lord. They made me trust again. They brought me back to my faith. They, they made me look further 
you know, be beyond the, how am I going to pay for the next bill? You know? Um, and that's, that's a whole new life for me. It's a, it's a life where uh, I don't have to struggle. I don't have to um, create more suffering when there's suffering in my life. I can just say, no, it, it, that's, it, that's there. And I have feelings and I can just feel them, but I also can hold God's hand and know that it's going to be okay. Amen. And that's really what it is. You know, when we're lonely, when we're struggling, when we're going through rough times, oftentimes we're seeking other people to fill this void. So Sophie, when you, when you discovered who will hold you is God. And that's, that's the, the answers that you've been seeking for. That's, that was a huge revelation on your journey. And so I'm, I'm glad that you said that it was all worth it. Even if, <laughs> even if it was tough, um, your relationship and your faith seems like it's stronger than ever. So if people want to learn more about your services and some of the things that you're doing to help people, how can they get in contact with you? Sure. So um, I have a website. Uh, it's my first and last name dot com. So I'm going to spell it for everyone. S-O-P-H-I-E-P-A-G-A-L-D-A-Y. I hope you have another way to share that just like so actually quick. Because that will be a lot easier. But it's sophiepagalday.com. Um, and you can find me there. You can contact me. Uh, yeah, and I'd love to, to talk to you. Great, great. Well, Sophie, we're so excited for what you're doing for people and how you're helping not only single moms, but any single parent or just people in general who are struggling with feelings of loneliness, just trying to find um, their way through life. And so keep doing what you're doing, girl, to help other people just navigate this space because everyone, we're all seeking the same thing, like you said. So thanks for being on the show with us, Sophie. And thank you everyone for listening into this episode. We're so excited that you take this journey with us every Friday. And we are breaking for season one. So we'll return season two in February where you'll catch some new episodes with some great guests. So excited for what we have in store for you. But until next time, you all keep the faith and stay on the journey. Be blessed, everyone.